everyone. Welcome today. Um, today is August 21st. I want to thank everybody for all the birthday wishes. Uh, again, came piling in over the weekend. Our social media team did such an adorable happy birthday for me that they put up on social media. That was absolutely great. I actually teared up when I saw it. So I was very touched. I'm very touched by all the birthday wishes that came in from everyone. Thank you so, so much for that. Um, and welcome to those of you watching the United States of America and around the world. Up oh, There's people from North Carolina. Uh, uh, it's Port St. Joe, Florida, I see coming in texas so god bless texas that's all i have to say san diego so we have so many coming in and hello oklahoma <laughs> i see them just constantly coming in as i'm looking to the side and welcome to our moderators and arc of grace team thank you for helping us do what we do for the lord andrew sorcini is with us today we're going to bring him on in a minute i'm going to open up in prayer first to to answer your financial questions and to talk about some things that are going on right now uh, that he thinks are really important for all of you to know. Uh, why do we do this? We do this because I think sometimes what happens in the church is we we deal with the spiritual really well and the other aspects we need wisdom in from a biblical perspective, we tend to sometimes throw to the side. So what we try to do is we try to touch on that with you at least and 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 bring people like Andrew on and and bring people like Dr. Sherwood on and bring others on because you know we are supposed to use wisdom in matters our bodies are temples and we have to remember this as well and so this is why we do this so let's open up in prayer and then we're going to bring Andrew Sorcini on Father God in the precious name of your son Jesus Christ Yeshua HaMashiach we come before you we praise you you are almighty God you are far and lifted up far above every power, principality, and might. You are high and lifted up, Father. You deserve all the glory, honor, and praise, Lord, that is due your precious holy name. We humble ourselves before you this day, asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives, so you, your will, and your power become more in our lives. We acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, to the earth, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb and the sacrifice for our sins. He willingly went to Calvary, and died and purchased us by the shedding of his blood, redeemed us, made an open show and spectacle of the enemy before all of creation. We praise you, Lord, that he rose again in three days. And after appearing to many, ascended back into heaven, took his rightful victorious place at the right hand of the Father, where he rules and reigns forevermore, Father God. And we honor that before you this day. Father, we just invite your presence and the presence of the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit, in to fill this place, Lord, that you would truly give us wisdom, that you would lead and guide us in all matters, Father, in all wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. By the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of almighty God with authority now come forth in Jesus' name. Lord, order our steps, Father God, for the steps of the righteous are indeed ordered of the Lord. Father, we just pray you fill us. Lord, we are your vessels. You are the potter. We are merely the clay that you, that you mold and fill up, Father God. You are the author and finisher of our faith, Father. Lord, you give us the wisdom and counsel and might and power and the reverential fear of the Lord that we need in all matters, Father God. And we give you all the glory, honor, and praise this day. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, amen and amen. Amen, amen. Okay, let's bring Andrew in. Hello. How are you? <laughs> good, good. Thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. And there's so much going on in the world right now. 
there is. So I'm going to let you jump right into it, Andrew, and then we'll we'll deal with our viewers' questions. They're already putting questions in the chat. Like the, the second they know you're coming on, Andrew, the chat gets full of questions. I love it. I love it. So the, the one thing that I would want to touch on before we start uh, answering questions is that um, um, there's a CNN article that I, I sent to the production team that we can look at right now where where it's being reported that um, 401ks are um, seeing a record amount of hardship withdrawals. Mm -hmm. And um, we're even seeing that here. We're, we're seeing that um, people that have set up precious metals IRAs are um, needing to, to um, call us and sell like five or $10,000 worth to um, be able to meet unexpected uh, needs that they have financially. Mm. And this is happening all the way across the country. We're starting to see a really big cash crunch now. And um, I feel that uh, with the retirement accounts, I think if you're in something like stocks, which have really been on a massive downswing, I think it'd make more sense now than ever to start to roll some of that into an IRA that can hold gold and silver. And uh, just know that you, you're, once you do that, you're not locked into the gold and silver forever. You can always sell some if you need to. Okay. Why do you think they're pulling it out at an alarming rate? Like the, like the top factors right now okay. that are causing this? Well, I, I think it all begins with, um, with the COVID and the COVID shutdowns. There was um, basically very little business during that time. And uh, um, here in the United States, we banded together and we did a great job of trying to uh, make make the best out of the situation. And um, at the same time, bills were just piling up. And and a lot of people out there um, haven't really been able to make ends meet since. And now, now um, the party is over, so to speak, and uh, they're having to pay the piper. They're having like record credit card yeah. bills right now. So- um, um, coming in. Yeah, they are. They are. Oh. So um, I think it's just the beginning of that. We're in the early stages of a recession. Now I'm going to give you some now, many of you out there know I have a bachelor's of science in finance from Siena College. So I have some knowledge right in this area. Um, the advice I could give you with credit cards is this. You should maintain a balance that is a third or less of your total credit limit in order for you to have a healthy credit score. So if you're capable of doing that um, on one card or multiple cards, do that because it does drive up your credit score when you do that. And when lenders go to look and others go to look to see how you're using your credit, they see it as being used in a way responsibly. Absolutely. Um, that's what I do here with um, with um, my personal cards and the company cards. I mean, we run up big balances and pay them off like two, three times a month. Yes, Not just, keep it. So, um, so that way, because what I've noticed with my credit scores is that um, if I wait, if I let the bill get really big until the due date, um, usually the credit score will go down. But if I it pay will. halfway through the month, um, it, it doesn't affect it. So um, mm -hmm. most of them are business charges anyway, and it's just a convenience to use it to use a credit card with that versus um, doing an old school, cutting a check and putting it in an envelope <laughs> and mailing it. So um, we don't do that too much either. No, and so we're just putting that out there for you just as, you know what I mean? Um, some financial wisdom, if if you can do it, um, it, it helps you to get a hold um, on your spending and your credit cards uh, when you do things like that. Not to say I'm a fan of the credit system because I'm not, but if you have to use it, we're just giving you some advice on that. So there's something else going on too, Andrew, you wanted to talk about that is super important right now. 
Yes, um, we're seeing um, the banks start to see some pressure. So uh, right now, the real estate market all the way across the country really is, isn't down that much. But it's it's um, we're seeing commercial real estate take a beating and that's really hurting the banks. So so um, Fitch is warning that they may have to downgrade some of the banks, including J.P. Morgan Chase. Mm -hmm. And um, this is very reminiscent of, of what led up to the um, the last uh, financial crisis in 2008, um, right before Bear Stearns went under. So um, for me, I recently rewatched The Big Short. And for anyone else out there that is that has seen that movie, it's um, it's where a guy basically bet that everything was going to happen in the financial crisis. And when he when he originally pitched everything that was going on to the different banks and said, hey, I would like to um, I would like to short these um, AAA rated um, uh, mortgage backed bonds, they kind of like laughed at him. It was like yeah. it was like taking money from a fool. And and he lost millions and millions of dollars for like a year before he eventually was right. And everything that we know happened um, did happen. And now he's actually betting on it again. He, I saw that recently where he believes everything's going to happen once more. You know, I'll tell you what's interesting about this, Andrew, and I'm going to double check something here so I can give accurate in information. But in 2008, um, the next, okay, in 2008, when that crisis happened, it was a Shemitah year on the Hebrew calendar. And it a Shemitah year happens once every seven years. It takes seven Shemitahs to make a Jubilee, 50 years to make a 50-year Jubilee. Events of a potentially catastrophic nature, um, financial-altering nature, life-altering, nation-altering, uh, tends to happen on Shemitah years. So that banking crisis, or what happened in the markets, happened in 2008 on a Shemitah year during one. And so the next Shemitah year comes in 2028, which is interesting. I'm not saying it would take that long. I'm just pointing it out that the next Shemitah year, I believe, is 20. Yep, it starts September 20th, 2028. So just make a mental note of that. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. So um, there's lots going on. Even um, tomorrow, Russia is, ex is expected uh, while at a summit to announce the rolling out of, of a programmable gold-backed uh, central bank digital currency. And this should be the end of fiat currency as we know it, not just here in the States, but uh, abroad as well. So um, um, we're losing our privacy as far as uh, uh, the type of um, currencies that we can hold. So um, to me, gold and silver would re would remain as the only type of currency out there that you could own pro privately. And it's not anyone else's business, but yours and whoever you bought it from. Now, let me ask you with the with the differences, because with the bullion, you don't have to report it when you buy it. You have to report it when you sell it. Correct. Exactly. And it's automatically reported for you. So it's not like okay. um, you're required to do it. It's um. Bullion is, is tracked because bullion typically is going to cost less than the coins. So the coins are non-reportable. So initially someone says, hey, you know, bullion's a better deal because it costs less. So I can get more ounces if I do bullion. But it's reportable when you sell it and it actually generates a 1099 where the coins do not. And when, when it generates a 1099, that means it's taxable. Yes, yes. yes. Um, so theoretically, if you 
sell anything that you bought for less and made money on it, it's taxable. Even if you, um, you know, went to an estate sale in, in the town that you live in and, you, uh, and you're rummaging through a bunch of junk and you find a box of, say, old baseball cards or um, old Tiffany lamps or whatever it might be, and you found something that was rare and you sold it for more, technically you do have to report what you made on your taxes. So we're not telling anybody out there to um, to not report it on their taxes. It's just um, what you have should be your business and and um, not anyone else's. So the bullion is becoming more and more heavily tracked. Even for us, when we sell bullion, we have to explain where it goes so that they um, know we're not laundering money. Okay. So I saw briefly an article headline because I watch little to no news purposely so it doesn't interfere, you know, with with things of a prophetic nature. But I do tend to see headlines every now and then or if somebody sends it in um, because of something that was talked about. Last quarter, some of these banks lost quite a bit. People withdrew out of them and put their money somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So what happened with that? Well, a lot of it did go into gold and silver. Mm -hmm. it, it really did. People okay. are pulling it out of the banks because they know that the banks are in trouble. Um, there was another bank failure here at the end of July. It was a, a very, um, a very um, small known uh, bank from the Midwest. And it was completely buried over all the stuff that they're doing with Trump and the media and um, Barbie movie and yeah. and many other things. So it's um, but we didn't hear anything about it. And we're not hearing anything about central bank digital currencies either. And um, I've been told by somebody who's in the know that the mainstream media has been forbidden about uh, talking about that. So um, I, I can think of 100 reasons why, but uh, not sure as to the reason, the exact reason why they told them not to. But um, the dollar is going to become a thing of the past here pretty soon. So people do need to, to um, if, if you're sitting on a bunch of cash that might be um, in your mattress or you know in your sock drawer or wherever, this would be a good time to convert it into gold and silver. And if none of these things end up happening and, and you find that you still need that cash, at least you can convert the gold and silver back into green. Well, yeah, well, that is true. You can always convert it back if you do get it. You can you can definitely do that. Um, so let me go. I've been looking at the chat a little bit, Andrew, um, just to see with questions here, because Andrew is going to take uh, your questions now. Um, they, I, I, you know, I've seen some people mention about themselves being on disability and what do they do and what can they do? Yes, it's um. I've been getting that question more lately than than I can ever recall getting it, and I've told most of those people that um, like some people will say like I've only got six thousand dollars in the bank to my name, so mm -hmm. should I be converting all of that into gold and silver? And I just let them know, no, you should not. You should um, you should probably have half of that on on hand where where you physically have it somewhere where you could get to it when the banks are closed. So maybe at your home. And, uh, and then just have enough in your bank account to be able to pay your bills. At that point, owning gold and silver for you should not be a priority because um, you really have to protect what you have. And gold and silver could do that, but you just don't want to find yourself in a situation where you buy today and then have to sell back two days from now. Okay, so this question kind of leads into that from Texas 25. Was it saying, hello, how much savings would you say to have until being able to buy silver? Thank you for your time. That was very polite, Texas 25. Yeah, it's um, 
I would, I would say that uh, if you've got like say 15, $20,000 in your checking account minimum, then uh, it might be worth it to uh, maybe invest about $2,000 of that into silver. And I would recommend what they call junk silver or 90% silver. It's the same type of coins that, that uh, you've um, invested in, Amanda, which are the, the pre-1965 um, silver dimes, quarters, and half dollars. And um, those are believed what you would use to be able to transact with if something were to happen with the dollar. So um, let's say here in California, if this hurricane had been you know, something really, really big, and we're obviously not prepared for stuff like that, um, we don't, uh, and the power is out. I can't Venmo somebody um, cash for um, water or food. Um, That's you would, true. Yeah, you want to have something that you could give yes. them that it has perceived value. And I don't mean just like U.S. dollars. I mean, silver coins, um, people would accept that in an emergency. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, eventually we'll, there will be times when you're going to need it. Okay. Before I go to this next question, I'm just going to make a comment because I'm going to be talking about this tomorrow on the broadcast, I find it no coincidence in the middle of all of this, that hurricane's name was Hillary. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say right now. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. I'm sorry. That is not a coincidence in the middle of all of this. And then it gets downgraded. So you, we're going to talk about all that, but I just had to throw that in there because Andrew mentioned it. Okay. Katie Bacond is asking how much cash should we have on hand? Good I, I go back. I just go back to the old thing where you have to have um, six months worth of um, of um, funds available to pay any bills or rent yeah. or whatever. So always with the six months and um, and really that if you can do that, you really should have that before you think about the gold and silver, which really is more than in most cases than the 15 to 20,000 minimum that I mentioned earlier. But um, as much as we would like to have your business with the gold and silver, we are thinking of you first and foremost, and mm -hmm. you're going to still need cash to be able to purchase things. And most people that uh, that invest in physical gold and silver that uh, need to sell it in a short time after buying it, they typically will end up selling it for a little bit less than what they paid. And I don't want to see that happen to people unnecessarily. Okay, good. Mary Lamb is asking, will insured CDs be any good? Well, I mean, I think in the short term for right now, if you see one for like six months, yeah, six months, I think that's good because the interest rate's so high right now. But um, I still think that the banks are going to be in trouble here soon and they're probably going to need another bailout. Right now, it just it feels like everything's OK. But imagine if another big bank goes down, it's um, it's going to put a panic in in that's going to just ripple all the way across America and people are going to look for shelters. And the first thing they're going to do is liquidate those type of investments so that they can have it where they can get to it. Okay. Um, interesting. This is an interesting question and we'll see how you approach this, Andrew. Sherry is asking if we have silver coins and the dollar falls and gold and silver go way up, what would, what would you pay us with if we want to sell the silver coins back to you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I get that one sometimes and people say, okay, so if um, gold and silver is so much better than dollars, yeah. then why are you selling gold and silver for dollars? And I, I just tell them that uh, typically it, it's it's just a business where we're making a small spread on every single transaction. And um, um, prior to uh, three years ago, when I got involved with the ministries, um, that's all I was doing and all I cared about. But once, once I connected with the ministries, I... I um, 
learned that something that I do every day that I sort of uh, had taken for granted is, is knowledge that people out there would like to know. And, and they want to learn how gold and silver can protect them in good times and bad. And I've enjoyed quite a bit spreading that word. But um, the question is good. It's not really answered yet. As far as um, I would pay you back in, in dollars. And at some point, probably going to be um, a transfer um, to your phone. It's probably yeah. going to be central bank digital currency. We'll fight it as long as we can. But uh, again, yeah. If you had to do that, it's because you need it in that form for some reason. Maybe you're going to purchase a home. Maybe you're going to purchase a car. So uh, sorry for the long answer, but I think it's probably not a simple answer. Well, that's good. You're thorough, Andrew. Our audience likes that. Uh, this is a good question from PJW. Would you withdraw from a $220,000 lifetime annuity to invest in gold and silver? Thank you. I personally would. Um, you should check with your accountant first. Yeah. But not, not your financial advisor. Um, we did have a client recently that um, she had about, um, I think it was about 81000 available in an annuity. And um, when she cashed it out after penalties, it was, um, was 68000 And so she ended up taking like a $13,000 hit. And I'm mm. currently working with her right now to get those funds back to where they came from because that oh, was wow. all the money that she has. And um, that's too big of a hit for her to take. And it's just an awful situation. And with those annuities, many times they do have um, severe penalties. So you should check first. But if you go directly to the financial advisor that, that put you into that asset, um, a lot of the time that's not the best place to check because they're gonna, they're gonna tell you to do whatever benefits them the most. So you should check with your accountant. Good advice. Kristen Davis is asking, where do we go to purchase junk silver? You can get that through us. Um, go to pmcom <laughs> um, Junk silver isn't the most attractive term, but it is called junk silver. Uh -huh. because Back in the 1960s, people knew that that silver was going to have a greater value one day, which it does now. And um, they just had a bucket where every time you go through your change, anything dated 1964 and before, you toss it into the bucket where say a quarter had maybe 26 or 27 cents worth of value in that silver. So it was like junk silver. It wasn't worth it for you to try to extract the silver out of it because it wouldn't be cost effective. But now it's worth significantly more where um, say a silver quarter that was worth 25 cents in 1964 today is worth about um, $5 and 50 cents. Interesting. Okay. This is an interesting question because I have an answer to this question too. So me and Andrew are both going to answer this question. Um, this is from Rumble from Wendy Bear. What if you live on social security disability insurance because of multiple sclerosis and have less than $60 total? I would hang on to the cash and um, take care of yourself with that. Mm -hmm. It's um, you, you need to protect the $60 um, really that you have um, above all and um, sending it to us for gold and silver. We're going to make a small spread on that. Um, it's it, it wouldn't be worth it for you. It's um, yeah. um, hang on and um, and hope for the best and keep accumulating as much cash as you can to set up an emergency fund. And and this is advice I would give to today. There are apps 
that you can, um, you the things you could do on your phone and apps that will actually make you extra money that don't take a lot of time per day to do that might be worth looking into. There are side jobs that from home that can only be done for a couple of hours a day that can help you try to build up what you already had. When I was going through a hard time health wise, I would do those things mm-hmm. for extra money. I would do just that. So I'm, I'm giving you the advice of things I would do, you know, also in the middle of that too, you be a cheerful giver because you can't outgive God. You can't outgive him. So in the middle of all of that, you need to do that also as hard as it is, because the greater the sacrifice, it doesn't matter the greater the amount of money. It matters many times, the greater the sacrifice it is to you, the more meaningful it is to the Lord. So I wanted to give that advice also. Um, this is from Canada. Andrew, uh, what should we do about our RRSPs at this point? Well, I think that in Canada, they're in the same boat as they are here. Um, Unfortunately, the custodian that we use for precious metals IRAs will not allow for Canadian citizens to roll over the RRSP uh, retirement accounts into a precious metals IRA. But there's got to be someone in Canada that can do it. And um, and at this point, even for the cash transactions, um, we actually um, can't accept any cash transactions from Canada where we actually have to ship the product to Canada. So um, there's customs issues and uh, we don't want any of this stuff being confiscated as it exactly. crosses the international border. But just I'll, I'll finish um, that answer with one solution. You could set up a precious metals um, storage account here in the States without being a citizen of the States and you can have it stored here. So you just need to go to bh-pm.com and reach out to us and we'll explain how you can do that. But um, to this day, we don't have a way to be able to help people with their retirement accounts in Canada. Interesting. Okay. Well, maybe one day there will be, Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Chris Wood is asking, what is Andrew's fee to buy and to sell back? If so, there is- yeah. So as far as purchasing, um, it's not a fee that we tack onto the transaction. We just uh, work off of a spread. So we're just buying at one price and selling at another price each day. The good news is when you sell it back, um, we don't charge a fee for that at all. So we don't make anything on the buyback when people sell back. So we just pay you whatever the market value is at that time. And, uh, and that's great. Okay. Well, that's, Hey, that that's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair, Andrew. Uh, Mama Be Blessed is asking, is there a way to contact Andrew instead of one of the representatives? She wants you, Andrew. <laughs> um, if you if you send us a message, um, sometimes I can. But uh, what, what I find is that um, we get so many requests like that each day and I end up getting bogged down and and um, can't, can't get um, most of the normal things that I have to do here done. But I'll mm-hmm. tell you what I do see every single web submission and I handle them myself as far as who I send them to. So, okay. so when people go to the online forum and you put in a couple um, sentences of notes about yourself, the more specific that you can be will help me get you to the right people. So, um, so oftentimes um, I found that when I try to, to handle most of the web submissions myself or when I handle them, I actually don't do as good of a job as, as the rest of my associates do because uh, when there's a need for follow-up, I end up getting so busy, I can't follow up as good as they would. So it might be better if you're willing to talk with uh, one of the other people here. And that you would, they would go to bh-pm.com and they would fill out the online form there. Absolutely. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, this is an interesting question right now, given what's going on with banks. Are credit unions safer than banks? I feel like they are because they're um, they're actually owned by the depositors instead of by stockholders. So, okay. so theoretically, I, I believe that it's supposed to be better. But right now, um, like I'm with two of the biggest, worst banks out there, um, Wells Fargo <laughs> and Chase. And, and, and I won't change that anytime soon because I travel a lot. Anywhere in the country I go, there's a Wells Fargo and a Chase. And I need that in order to- uh, Even worldwide. I mean, yeah. you Chase is global. So, yeah. you know, if you have to travel out of the country at least one to two times per year, um, you know, it, it's easy. It's true. And get funds. And the credit union won't help me as good as, say, the larger banks, because there are limits as far as wire transfers. And we're doing, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in business every single year. So this requires a lot of really large wire, wire transfers. So we're stuck with the big banks that we that we don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of us are in that boat right now, Andrew. Yeah. Um, Judy is asking, what will happen to 401ks in a crash? Well, many people out there um, believe and you can you can search for google or DuckDuckGo for many many articles about this but people believe that um that the government could reach into the retirement accounts to be able to um, bail us out if we hit another financial crisis there's a real threat of um, a bail in where um, actual savings and accounts can be accessed to help um to help get us out of a near bankrupt situation as a country if things were to get bad. So uh, those do happen. So um, for me, I would want to roll that 401k into a retirement account that holds physical gold and silver. That way you have that asset stored at a third par party depository and it's there for you if yeah. you need it. So exactly. uh, I would be careful right now. Now, this rolls over, no pun intended, right into the next question. And this is from Bobby Matthews. What do you recommend if your 401k is with Merrill Lynch through an employer and they will not allow you to roll it over into a gold-back IRA? Thank you for your help. Yeah, we we get uh, we get that question probably every single day. It, mm, it's a great okay. question. And um, what I would do is, um, is reach out to uh, Human Resources and, and have them Put you in touch with whoever selects the plans of what those 401ks invest in and i would just go into something very conservative right now so a lot of them can invest yeah. in mutual funds and there Good are idea. mutual funds where you can get into these good solid companies that are just going to be so slow moving that uh, even in a big crisis they're not going to take that big of a beating and when we start to recover out of a stock market crash or a big financial crisis, um, they will be the ones that kind of charge the lead um, into recovery. So I would just um, I would forget about trying to make money with my investments. I would just try not to lose any money with them. OK, that's great advice. Just saying, I like that name. Can I change my gold IRA to your storage IRA? Yes, you can. It's um so. Okay. um. Yeah, you absolutely can. Just go to bh-pm.com and say, hey, um, before I knew you guys, um, I, I uh, acquired a precious metals IRA and I would like for you guys to be the broker of record. And oftentimes we can look at um, what is already in your, your IRA, like what gold and what silver you have there, and we can evaluate it. And if there are changes that need to be made, we can actually do what's called like a swap. And we can swap out, say, some of your gold to get more silver or vice versa. We, we Each account's different, so we'd have to see it first. 
Okay. Joanne Bennett, how do you figure the price to use junk silver to pay someone? So at this point, there's not really a set way to do that. I think we'd have to be in an emergency before that happens. And um, how I think that would happen is this. Um, let's say that um, there's a national power outage and it's been that way for a week. There, there would be some sort of way to communicate where people would say, okay, $1 in face value and 90% silver, which could be four quarters, 10 dimes or two half dollars are worth X amount. So right now we don't know that because yeah. we're not in that type of emergency, but there, there is, um, there is a set price every day for what we buy it and sell it for. So you, you could always check with us. This is a question we've never gotten before. I don't think in all the times Andrew has been on and it's from Aaron a Andrew, where can we sell inherited sterling silver flatware for cash? Thank well, you. Be careful with that. Um, definitely avoid any of the, um, of the cash for gold type places. Um, they will give you like 50 cents on the dollar and then they'll turn around and sell it to the refineries that make coins for people like us. And, um, and they'll sell it for the full value. So if you have something like that, I would um, look around in the town that you're in, find a coin shop that's, that's there and make sure it's one that's been there for like 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Um, every big town has one and, uh, and walk in there and sell it to them. Um, typically you're, someone that's been around 30, 40, 50 years is going to be legit and, uh, and maybe get two quotes before you, before you proceed with selling it. Okay. Susie Aponte is asking, where can I find gold back IRAs? I'm going to let Andrew answer this part and then where to go to find these remote jobs. I'll answer that part. Blessings to all. Sure. Yeah. As far as um, the gold backed IRAs, if you already have an IRA that uh, let's say that you set up through Fidelity or Vanguard or, or a 401k, um, and, and if you would like to learn how to have it be gold backed, then just reach out to us, go to bh-pm.com. Mm -hmm. But the, uh, the process of doing it is very simple. There's an eight page form. We, we used to always just email the form to people after pre-filling it out. But now we have a new system where we actually use the IRA custodian that we end up sending you to, and they, they walk you th through all of it online. And, and if you're not real tech savvy, you can just have all of the information in front of you handy and give it to the onboarder and um, they will go ahead and plug it all in for you and then they'll submit it on your behalf and then it doesn't go through until you sign it and uh, we make it so simple we're getting these done i have some people that say like um you know this took six days to get my account rolled over into a precious metals ira i wish i could have got it done sooner and i'm like six days that's like um that that's a best case scenario. It used to take three, four weeks and now it takes about maybe 10 to 14 days. Wow. Okay. Well, that's good for everybody to know. So you can expect on average 10 to 14 days if you want to roll that over into a gold-backed IRA. As far as the remote jobs, there's a couple of things you could do. You could search apps, um, apps that make you money and you will find um, and be able to research apps you can put on your phone. Um, also there are, if you, if you search remote jobs, there are websites you can join many times that constantly list remote jobs that are needed. Um, some of them are short term too. Some they're not always, you know, into perpetuity or whatever. So those are two ways you can go about beginning to research it. Um, just to answer the second part of that question. Um, okay. Just one thing about that, Amanda, I've actually yeah 
I, I get approached by those a lot. Yes. And um, there are people that um, that um, can write content for websites. There's people with accounting backgrounds and people with like um, website development knowledge. And it, it's it's amazing. So these people can live anywhere in the country and mm -hmm. just um, and just work remotely for different companies like ours and um, and do it without having to own this big company. It's actually it's great. They they, they do have apps for it. I just don't know the names of any of them. But if, if you search around, I think they can find one. OK, I was looking here. Oh, yes, this is the, the, these two are back to back. They're really good. Uh, from Rumble, Sarah, MPK, how is BRICS going to affect our dollar? It's um, it's already affecting the dollar because um, the BRICS nations, for people out there that might not know, they are um, they're creating a programmable gold-backed central bank digital currency. The the BRICS nations are now like um, like forty to forty-five nations strong, and they're tired of transacting using using the U.S. dollar. So they want to be able to use like a universal digital currency and um, they're trying to crush the dollar. They're trying to de-dollarize the globe. So um, in doing yeah, so, yeah, these so these BRICS nations have had um, massive reserves of U.S. dollar. And um, last I saw the reserves have dropped um, from like 70 something percent to like the high 50s in the percentage range in just a few months. So so they're draining down the reserves those dollars will find their way back to America. They're going to be, um, they're, they're all worthless dollars that we printed out of thin air. And I think it's going to make our dollar um, very, very, like lose so much value and create um, hyperinflation. Yeah. You know, um, hyperinflation is, is an interesting animal uh, mm -hmm. when it happens. Um, and um, isn't hyperinflation related to how the great depression happened or like things went up and then they crashed. I think so. It's um, because um, after the roaring twenties, everything was so good in, in America. And then yeah. the rug got pulled out um, right out from under us um, in 1929 yeah. and started with the stock market crash and lasted for a full decade. It's um, it was a, a tough time. And, you know, the people that, that lived through that, they're all gone now. So um the mm -hmm. only people that are still alive were you know, tiny children during that time. So that's why here in America, we feel invincible that these problems that yeah. we warn of only happen in other places, that they don't happen here, but they can happen here. And it's best to, to um, protect yourself. Okay, I'll end it with this comment, um, and then we're going to put your website up one more time, Andrew. So Donna Cole says, my son-in-law is one of the vice presidents of Wells Fargo Bank in California. He said things are fine so far. He is a Christian. It's, um, you know, um, I, I go into Wells Fargo every single day and deposit the checks that we receive for payments. And they're the nicest people when we're in there. And, um, and they, they always tell me things like, you know, Andrew, I love it when you come in because, um, you're not one of those people that when you stand in the long line and, um, it just takes one complainer and then, and then three, four people start complaining and then it turns into this awful situation inside the banks. Um, people, um, People have um, um, such bad feelings about going into the banks these days. It's um, yeah. it's sort of like when you go into the DMV. Well, I think that um, that the people that work in the banks, especially the financial advisors, they're being told from the top down to let everybody know that everything is okay. Um, there's someone that actually we met through the Ark of Grace family that um, that just inherited 
about $8 million in assets. And um, she wants to know what percentage of those $8 million in assets that she just inherited when her father passed away should she Aww. put into gold and silver. Mm-hmm. And I told her, just, just be careful, um, go into it conservatively. She says, well, my financial advisor is in Wells Fargo, and um, they said to do 100000 which I think the no financial advisors are ever going to tell you to do physical gold and silver. They never say that. Yeah. But I think that this one was smart, and he just said 100000 because he didn't want to tell her no like the rest do, but she wants to do a million. Mm. And, uh, and so we wrote up an order for a million dollars at the beginning of last week, and that's not done yet because... Um, he's not okay with her doing the million. He's trying to tell her everything's okay. But yeah. um, if everything was okay, then we wouldn't have things like bank failures. And I think that we need to approach things from them possibly not being okay. That's true. Um, and so we have to use wisdom. And I'll say this in closing. Um, the Lord expects us to use the wisdom that he's given us. And Jesus spoke in the word, in the gospels, many times about using wisdom. Um, financially as well. We are supposed to be doing that. Yes, the Lord provides. Yes, he blesses us. Yes, he does that for his children, but he also expects us to be good stewards and use wisdom and how we um, utilize what he's giving us. And so we always have to keep that in the back of our mind um, when we go forth and do these things. And it is, you know, it's using wisdom to be able to plan so you can help others in a crisis as well. Because it, when when you're planned, you're not shaken when the crisis happens, you can think clearly and help others. So this is another benefit of that, uh, of doing it that way. So I just wanted to say that as well. And that when you go to bh uh, pmcom you can tell Andrew that you saw him here um, on Ark of Grace or Amanda Grace, you can use one or the other. Andrew knows who I am, so it's okay. Use one or the other. Um, Any closing remarks, Andrew? Um, Yes. Um, We've talked about a lot of doom and gloom here, and um, we we know how all this ends. We know that we're going to be okay. It's just a matter of us making wise decisions on behalf of us and our family. If if you talk to anyone here at, at Beverly Hills Precious Metals about your finances or acquiring gold and silver, you're not going to feel pressured. And um, if you do feel somewhat pressured, um, please feel free to take a step back and pray about it. Mm -hmm. We're not, gold has been around for 5,000 years. It's not going anywhere. Silver too. And um, what's good today is going to be good for you tomorrow or next week Mm -hmm. or next month. So if you need more time, definitely let us know. And um, don't let people pressure pressure you into doing this. And um, that would pretty much be it. Right now, um, gold and silver are um, are they're down a few dollars, so it's a it's a bargain right now. It's available. The okay. premiums are lower, so if if this is something you've been thinking about right now, might be a good time to at least learn a little bit more about it. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you for coming on. Our viewers love it because you come on and you just freely answer their questions. Uh, no matter what they are. Um, And we will definitely be having Andrew back on. We will let you know when. But Andrew, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Hope to be back soon. Yes, thanks. God bless you, Andrew. Okay, 
This concludes our interview with Andrew Sorcini. Um, he does. He loves to come on and just freely answer your questions. So I think that's something that is is really great about him um, is he doesn't mind doing that at all. Uh, I just wanted to announce for tomorrow. We are doing a broadcast tomorrow. Um, it, it probably is going to be jam-packed, power-packed. We are going to be talking about Hurricane Hillary um, and the fact this is happening in the middle of this. And now she came back out to make statements five days before this hurricane made landfall. I'm telling you that, that you cannot make this stuff up, but we will be announcing what time we will be doing that broadcast, but stay tuned for that. It will be tomorrow, Tuesday, August 22nd. Um, I believe we'll be doing that. If not Tuesday, okay, we will announce when um, we will be putting it out. But if we can put it out tomorrow, we will. If not, um, we definitely uh, will let you know at what time this week that will be going out. I'm also looking forward uh, to seeing uh, many of you in Las Vegas. So yes, we are going to Vegas. What happens in Vegas with Reawaken America definitely will not stay in Vegas because the media is probably going to be all over it. So uh, looking forward to seeing all of you. Looking forward to praying over you. Marty's going to be there from Mouth Mouth Prayer. Marty and Jenny, they're going to be praying over people as well. Um, and so we're looking forward to that. So stay tuned for those announcements. We will be doing a national prayer and healing service at 6 p.m. Thursday. Um, at the Reawaken America tour. So we're looking very forward to that. Also, thank you everyone for joining us. Thank you so much for your insightful questions. Um, God bless you. Keep the faith. We love you. Armor up according to Ephesians chapter six, Psalm 91, every single day. Also, every day you should be asking the Lord for wisdom. Because if you don't have wisdom, you're not going to know what to do with what God gives you anyway. So wisdom is so important right now to know what to do with what God gives you. So we encourage you to do that as well. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. And I have to tell you something. They work. It is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics, over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, to immune system boost, dog pain. They are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma. We are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and, and, and blood sugar and a host of other issues. I yeah. tried the pain patches and, yeah. and they worked when I used them. When you connect it to your body, the skin patch changes changes your brainwaves. Sugar, this one is neuropathy. I actually have it on. And we use this on Toby, actually, because Toby's about eight years old. And from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked him out and wow, he's boom. And he got power. I said, no way. And I don't know. I said, Amanda, what? What did you do to him? To <laughs> so it's good. If you are looking for an excellent doctor, if you are looking to get healthier, if you are looking to understand why the things in your body operate the way they do, go to Sherwood 
twitch.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood of the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, Oklahoma are there to help you with all of your medical needs. In fact, I am a patient of the Functional Medical Institute and God bless Dr. Sherwood because Chris was a tough nut to crack on this. But after over a year and a half, Chris is finally on board. He is a patient of Dr. Sherwood's and him listening and, and implementing what Dr. Sherwood has taught him has made a difference in his life. So if you are interested and curious as to what they do, if you'd like to make an appointment, if you'd like to see what products they have, because they have some amazing products, go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. Thank you. You want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing. You can go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARK, A-R-K, to save up to 66% or sometimes more off of all MyPillow products. They are so much more than just pillows. They have amazing bathrobes. They have sheets. They have slippers. They, of course, have pillows. And they even have dog beds. And I will tell you a fun fact. Noble, our pig at the animal sanctuary that many of you know and love, has indeed slept on a MyPillow dog bed. So if you'd like to be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARC. God bless everyone. If you are looking for advice on financial matters, if you think gold and silver is something that you should invest in, go to bh-pm.com today. Andrew Sorcini of Beverly Hills Precious Metals, who's been on Ark of Grace many times. He loves to answer our viewer questions. In fact, he's answered all sorts of questions about gold, silver, the markets, even the real estate market he's been kind enough to answer questions about. So if you would like more information, if this is something you would like to invest in, please go to bh-pm.com today. That is bh-pm.com. Hello, everyone. It's Amanda Grace. I'm here to talk to you today about this incredible product that I use every day called Power Team. It is 130 raw superfoods. And I have to tell you, it is one of the most amazing products I have ever used. I take it every day. It helps me with energy. It helps feed my cells at the cellular level. It helps me with clarity and focus. It helps with so many things and functions in your body, including your gut as well. So if you would like to learn more about this product, if you would like to learn the 130 raw superfoods that are in this product, please go to the link below or you can go to arcofgrace-ministries.com and go to our shop section and you will find Power Team there as well. Thank you, everyone. If you would like to grow your own food with what we see going on right now in the world with not only food supplies, but what they are doing to our food, you can go to amandagracegrows.com. These are amazing hydroponic growers. In fact, we have one in our parrot room, and this is an indoor one we have where you can grow food all year round, actually. Vegetables all year round. And we are doing that, actually, for our birds and our animals at our sanctuary they also have outdoor ones they actually yield 30 percent more and grow the vegetables three times faster so if you would like to learn more go to amandagracegrows.com god bless hello everyone it's amanda grace i'm here to talk to you today about reawaken america i have had the honoring and humbling privilege 
of being able to be part of Reawaken America since the first one was had at Rima Bible College in Tulsa, Oklahoma in April of 2021. I have watched so many moments happen for the glory of God at Reawaken America. We have seen people healed, delivered, set free. We love to pray for people at Reawaken America. We have had the honor of praying alongside some amazing people Marty Grisham from Loudmouth Prayer, Pastor Todd Coconado, who also deals in deliverance. And we have seen people's lives changed. We have seen them set free. We have seen people who are come seeking. And the Lord says, when you seek, you shall find. And you knock, the door shall be opened unto you. They have been seeking and those seeds get planted for the glory of God at Reawaken America. The word of God says it is the knowledge of the truth that shall set you free. And this is what we are doing at Reawaken America. You get biblical truth. You get a foundation of the word of God. And you also get necessary information right now to help you understand what is going on in America and the world. And I am humbled and honored that General Flynn and Clay Clark would even let me be a part of this. And People need the word of the Lord in this hour. That is what they need. They need those who are willing to boldly stand up and with the conviction and the authority from God, speak the word of the Lord into their lives. It is a catalyst. It is life changing. And and we praise the Lord that we have continued in this. And we hope to see you at upcoming events that are happening this year. We hope we get to pray over you at these upcoming events.